podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and up the toffees. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues Podcast. I'm Jamie and today I'm joined by Paul. You okay, mate? You all right, mate? You okay? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks. It's a bit of a... Uh, we've sort of come on, haven't we? Because... There's nothing to talk, talk about. about. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. isn't, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the way Everton are run at the moment, we're not signing players left, right and centre. As we all thought, no. we might even have one through the door, possibly at this moment in time, but we haven't got any. Um. So, yeah, we'll just... Uh, we've got a show together, but... It was hard. Yeah, <laughs> it was we hard. We've had to wait. We think, but we've had to wait a okay. while. And we yeah. constantly checking Twitter for stuff and social media. Um, so I will start us off with a bit of confirmed news on the departure from Everton, which is uh, Ellis Sims. Now, listen, again, it goes, I had eight million, I had four, I had three. I don't know. I'm not Everton's accountant. I can only, I can, I only see what I see on Twitter. But as a football side of it, Paul, what, what do you think on that, him going to Coventry? Um, I just think Championship, he's proved it in the Championship, hasn't he? I think that's his level. Uh, I don't think Sean Dice fancies him. And no. I think we have to sell. And I don't think, whether that be 25 million or 5 million, I think Everton are in a position, we'll come on to another player after him, where we just have to sell. There's a bit of a fire sale going on. Uh, it's a bit concerning, really, because obviously... From the outside looking in, it just looks like we're scrambling around trying to balance the books somehow. But yeah, I'm not really too gutted over Ellis Sims, I have to be honest. But again, it leaves us short up front. We're, we're already short. So, yeah, yeah, what do you think of it? I mean, I haven't really got much of an opinion on Ellis Sims. I mean, I think he's looked all right, cameo. But if I'm being completely, brutally honest, I mean, I, I don't think he's good enough for the Premier League yet. So, no. I don't know. No, I think as well. Like, I've been thinking about it the last couple of days and it's not like this kid come into the team. Yeah, he scored that goal against Chelsea, fair enough, but it's not like he come in and hit the ground running. We were like, how are we getting rid of this lad? He he, he done bits. Yeah, he turned that cooler value who's now in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, probably, you know, yeah, he sent him there. Yeah, he sent him there and then done that. But really, he, and the more I think about it, he had a chance. I know he was going to Liverpool. He had a chance at Man United and stuff like that, but he never done anything in them games where it was like, and I'm not turning on the kid because he's gone, but it's not it's not a gaping hole, if that makes sense, in, in the yeah. squad. Um, I just like a few to, people saying, um, like, we were after Jokeres, apparently, so that's what we're told, we were after Jokeres, so why didn't we sort of, like, do a deal for ourselves where we pay money and give them Ellis Sims? But that's, what do you think of that? I don't think Everton have got that announced in them. I think Everton are just a bit like, oh, yeah, all right, John. Yeah. I do, like how, that sounds terrible, but I do, because you see these clubs now, they're, they're working the deals, you know, they're standing the ground on these players, and it's a time, it's just a sort of sign of the times that it's, oh, yeah, go ahead, and you, you can go. Not like, no, no, we want more money. You know, we'd have we'd, we'd valed out and let that Jokeres go to sport in Lisbon and say... Ellison's was Coventry's number one sort of replacement. We could have held out for eight million, no, two million pound more. But as Everton do, they just let things happen, and then it's they're so reactive and not 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Proactive. Proactive, that's it. Which is everything, you know, since I can remember. That should be that should replace no satisfy after them that. Reactive, not proactive. That's what we are, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's is. exactly what we are. I just think it's a sign of we have to get players out the door because I know we'll come on to them. I should come on to them now, not stealing your thunder, but what? that Isha Samuel Smith. It sounds like I, I like I've seen a lot of Evertonians saying, Well, maybe the kid wants to leave. I've I've read a few of the transcripts from his interview with Chelsea. It looks like it was just like all of a sudden he was told he was going to Chelsea. So that's a bit that's a bit concerning for me. That that's, yeah, me. it's just like that's a fire sale for me. That any talent that we've got there, any bit of money that he can get, you've had to get it. That's a little bit concerning for me. Like, but maybe there's more into it. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. I mean, so I don't know. No, I, to be honest, I think you're right. You've got to listen. People, I've seen people go, well, he's never he's never kicked the ball professionally. This, that, and the other. Well, he obviously wasn't ready to do that. But if Chelsea are willing to pay four million for him. Does that not ring alarm bells in Everton and go, this kid must have something? Only 17, isn't he? You know, just yes. turned 17, so... Just turned 17. The, you know, team that are spending money left, right and centre are willing to pay £4 million for him. Now, listen, he could turn out to be a biggest flop and that's the best £4 million we've ever had. I don't know. He's only 17. But it just looks like we're just getting rid of everything out of the Anyone basement. Anyone we can. Yeah. yeah. Until we ask... It's like getting rid of all your fit, all your stuff out of the basement before you have to start getting rid of it out of your living room. Do you know what I mean? The stuff that you actually use. Mm-hmm. I just think... It just stinks to me that maybe there's someone knocking on Everton's door saying, show us your books. Because, uh-huh. and like, right, we'll, we'll sell him for five, we'll sell him for four. Yeah, look, we've just made nine million there. Listen, that's that's. I'm getting wrapped up in the doom and gloom that is Everton at the moment. It, it's hard not to, but... When you see a little bit of a fire sale going on, I can understand people's frustrations. You've seen a talent, he's apparently a really talented kid, this Samuel Smith, and it's it's a bit concerning for everyone. So, I don't know, mate, I don't know what's going on. Well, yeah, it's... We don't know, do we? Literally, we do not know. And I think we, we always go back to it, just come out and tell us. That Kevin Telwell's made two big departures, let two lads go, and... No, not I know he doesn't have to tell us, but could he not come out and go? Uh, like. he did with Tom Davis. Tom Davis, he come out and said it. But why couldn't he turn out and go? It was the best deal for Everton Football Club. It was, you know, he wasn't his Sean Dykes' plans, and then we can all go. All right, because yeah. right now it just thinks of we need money, as you've just said. But if that's not the case, then you'd come out and say, no, no, it's not that. We just. It was a boss deal, so we weren't, we weren't going to pass it up. Like, oh, I, guess, no, I, I find a bit weird. I've seen his picture with Chelsea, and he's wearing the he's got the number four shirt. I now, think that's do, Ch- no, Chelsea no. Youth, do a Chelsea have a youth squad with squad numbers? Yeah, because I've seen that kid here with John Terry that ran. I think his name's Ranham. I, I might be wrong there. Um, he had number eight. I can't see him being. He's only sit for like 40, 16. I can't see him being the number eight at Chelsea. Like. I don't know that uh, Kovacic wasn't that Kovacic. Oh, I don't know what the squad numbers there. Don't I think he's just left, doesn't he? I think he was number eight. Yeah, anyway, possibly. Yeah. I'm just thinking if he if it is and he's got the number four shit. Listen, squad numbers don't really mean. I mean, Romelu Lukaku is 99 for Inter Milan, as you know, because he likes 99 ice creams or something. I don't know, but <laughs> it's a uh, it's just like maybe he's maybe he is in their plans. He's that good, you know what I mean? You never know. Mm-hmm. But listen, it's one of them. He's gone, and there's nothing we can do about it. It's it is what it is. We're we're up shit creek. We're out of paddle at the moment, Everton. That's just the way it is. Well, 
we're going to go from a 17-year-old left-back to a 34-year-old. 37. Th- sorry, 37-year-old left-back. In one that we've been linked with this today, actually, in uh, Ashley Young. I've, I, I was in work today, and when I went back on Twitter, I seen Ashley Young and thought it was someone making things up. <laughs> and then obviously it was just snowballed and it was more reports and more reports. I'm thinking, this has got a bit of, this has got legs. Um, what do you think on that, mate? He played 27 games last season for Aston Villa. Is, do, would you have him? Aston Villa got in Europe, didn't he? I don't know yeah. whether he, I, I think he played a lot of them games. Well, I could be wrong there. Uh, I don't think you're right. I don't know. I think it's just a sign of the times where I haven't seen or heard that rumour and I haven't lost me shit. I'm sort of like, okay. Mm. And that's just, I think that's just a sign of where we are as a club. And it, it's sad that, but, you know, a 17-year-old's coming out the door and you've got someone who's old enough to be his dad coming in, maybe. It's just like, what, exactly, what, what, yeah. what, what have we actually become? But Ashley Young, my my overall memory of Ashley Young is that last-minute goal at the Gladys Street end. It's oh, just that's... like, that just killed me off. We got beaten in the cup final last same year and that goal hurt me more than Chelsea's cup final, the winning goal in the cup final. Honestly, it really did. It just Lescott sank. scored, didn't he? Remember Lescott scoring in like the 90th minute or something and he were up yeah. the end. That was horrible. That's when uh, Martin O'Neill was saying, yeah, we don't we don't need Cristiano Ronaldo, we've got Ashley Young. <laughs> yeah, well in. But well, uh, no, Ashley Young, I don't, I don't know if the mate on a free as cover we've seen last season that we were Desperately sure to cover. Uh, but again, you'll have people coming and rightly so saying, well, we had a 17-year-old kid who we just sold to Chelsea. You can play in that same position. Why aren't you playing him? It's, it's, yeah. it's all, it, it just, it's something weird that's going on at Everton. It's something strange. It just doesn't feel right at all. Not that it ever has felt right, but it does sort of feel a bit weird at the moment. Like, it stinks of des- desperation, doesn't it? Yeah. Somewhere, it really does stink of desperation of, no one's got a plan. Do you feel like that? Like, there's no plan in Everton. There's no strategy. There's no sort of. It's again, you know, scattergun approach of. Yeah. Let's get who we can get in because oh, it's actually young. He won the title with Man United in 2013. Yeah, ten years ago. You know, I think that we've got to come completely come away from that now and. I don't know, I, I'm a bit on the other side of it where if that 17-year-old kid had played four games, say for Everton, just four, say, even pre-season, you can demand another three million, four million on his, on his because he's played for the first team, he's got first-team experience. You know, he was on the bench a few times last season. like. Yeah, but I mean, he's in like, just I just don't know. It's just a, stock it, up it's a little just, bit. Yeah, it, it's a really weird one, isn't it? As, as mm. I said before, it seems like a fire sale. I think Ashley Young, sort of, you can imagine him being a Sean Dyche type player. Someone who come in, he's not going to moan or nothing. He's just going to get on with it. Can play right back, left back, left wing, right wing. Just play anywhere you want him to play. But I don't know. I think it's just a rumour as well. I think it's he, he's looking for a club. Everton needs another left back. The pressure all that Everton fans are desperate for anything. So he just connected the dots and gone, right, we'll link him to Everton. That's what it could be. Paul, I'll just ask you something, mate. You just brought it to me and you said before about being back up. Is Ashley Young better than Michalenko? Well, that's, that's a question and a half. That, uh, 
He's an odd one, isn't he? He's a strange one, Michalenko, for me. Like, I, I don't know what type of player he is, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, was, I was seeing someone, someone was telling me, Liam D, big shout out to you, mate. Oh, I call Father Ted, he calls me Jamie Carragher. Um, <laughs> he was saying that Michalenko, he thinks Michalenko, solid defensively. I don't agree. Actually, don't agree. I think he's all over the place. I think he yeah. can be got at. I think he has, like everybody else, he has solid games. And it isn't a priority left back, but we've noticed we've gone from Baines to Dinya to Michalenko, which is not Michalenko's fault, by the way. But no. we've lost we've lost a lot down that left side, fullback wise. I don't know. Ashley Young, is he better than Michalenko? I'd say they're probably about the same. Maybe pop, pop that out to people who are listening. Yeah. If you want to, you know, go into the comments or go on our Twitter. But again, everyone's going to be screaming. Isha Samuel Smith. Yeah. And rightly so. They should be screaming at mm. because you're thinking, as I say, we're bringing a... I think he's 38 tomorrow, funnily enough, Ashley Young, or this week coming up. So he's actually getting older, which we are, we're all getting older, like, but he's instantly older, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just... Uh, why, Standing why in a 37-year-old. Yeah. Standing a 37-year-old, they'd be sound today, but if you sign him tomorrow, they'd be murder. <laughs> yeah, well, for all the money, people out there who... Obsessed with wages and stuff. How much is that kid gonna be on? Roughly ten grand maximum. Would you maximum. say as a seventeen-year-old? Maximum. You're looking at Ashley Young, fifty thousand minimum, thirty, forty. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I, I just think it could be just one of them rumors. It's just there's nothing in it, and it's just paper talk, basically. Well, we'll see. You listen. We'll, Would you we'll have them? Right now, I think we've got no choice because Michalenko yeah. gets injured. We've got no other left back. We played. We finished the season, arguably our biggest game in in history in our modern history of having the FA Cup final. But it's in like with a centre a central midfielder at right back, right wing back, and a left wing a left wing back, winger as left wing back. We had no cover. Yeah. So I think it's a case of well, have we got a choice? Can you turn down? <laughs> Can Everton? Actually, at this present moment in time, turned down actually young. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. Do we listen? Everton might come up, might wake up on Monday and find that someone's put money in their account and go, oh, Yeah, we could spend some money here. And they might be able to buy X, Y, and Z. And we go, Well, what was all the panic about? You know what I mean? Yeah, but well, that, yeah. At this present moment in time, it just seems like the plan you're asking what the plan is. The plan for me at the moment is by hook or by crook, kicking and screaming, they've got to get to Bramley Moore as a Premier League football team. Now yeah. that means finishing seventeenth for the next two years. I think that's the that's the club's plan. They, all all other plans have gone. Now it's just about survival, which is sad. I I know it's sad, but give me a season of fourteenth and a nice little cup run with no drama. That'll do for me. The starter may not looking on everyone else. Yeah, it's sad because that's the way where your expectations are at the moment as an Evertonian. And believe me, is I am like a proper. I'm not even glass half empty. It's like fucking little drops of little water in my glass, you know what I mean? But when it comes to Everton, I have hope that we will one day be one of the best teams around again. And I'll never stop hoping, but at this present moment in time, we're just a million miles away from it. And we just yeah. have to accept that. As much as it hurts and as much as you don't want to, and it's saying it's, accept- it's not accepting mediocrity, it's just it's accepting what's right in front of you, unfortunately. Yeah, we can't be blind to it, can we? We can't, we can't sort of cling on to the past and cling on to the times that we we, we were winning cups and winning leagues. I weren't even born, mate. I'm doing this with you now and I wasn't born. I was born I've seen one trophy. I was three. 
So yeah. I think we, we can't live on that anymore. Listen, we'll always be a massive football club we are, and I'll take I'll take anyone on that wants to tell me that we're not because we are. Yeah. But just right now, we've just got to reset and just go right. We, we we've made a mistake here, and we don't have to do that as football fans. Listen, we can still hope when that ball yeah, gets kicked against Fulham. I'm not sitting there thinking. I'm not going to sit there and think. Oh, I'm going to go. You know what? Stranger things have happened. This is football. This is a mad game. Stranger things have happened. And yeah. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say we could do a Leicester, but we could we finish. We can't. <laughs> Anyone can't. If you've got the right manager with his right backroom staff and the right team bonding and stuff like that. The problem with Everton struggling at the moment is you just haven't got the legs. No. Do you know what I mean? Like I was speaking to someone today, and so if Calvert Lewin can stay fit consistently, that solves a lot of Everton's problems. But he can't. And it's it's the same for a lot of players. It's just. We're just running out of legs, players dropping all the time, getting injuries, Ben Godfrey and all that. We just and now they're not consistent players. It's just like we're just I don't know, we just seem to just be stuck and bad luck follows us follows us everywhere we seem to go, to be honest. Curious, mate. Oh yeah, I just talking about Godfrey. If Mikalenko gets injured, would you put Godfrey left back or Ashley Young on? I think Ben Godfrey can get up and can, has been really hit and missed this season. He's fell off a cliff, hasn't he, Ben Goffrey? Yeah. Uh, big time, like. I'm going to be totally honest, mate. You know what? I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the biggest Ashley Young fan. I'm not going to sit here and say I watch Ashley Young every week. I know what foot he uses to cross the ball. I don't. I haven't seen Ashley Young play football unless he plays against Everton. I don't yeah. watch Aston Villa. I'm sorry, I don't. If Aston Villa are playing Southampton, it's not my priority to turn it on and see how Ashley Young's getting on. Uh, I just don't. So I'm not going to sit here and go, I know what Godfrey can do. So possibly Ben Godfrey until Ashley Young comes and turns into Maldini, but I don't know. I think it's for the year, isn't it? I think people need to remember that. If he does come in, it'll be for the year. Just like Seamus Coleman's got one more year left in him. Yeah. yeah so maybe, it, as I say, it's a case of bulking the squad up. But again, and I'm boring everyone, people are going, well, we just had a player and we've just sent him out to Chelsea. So, how old is Seamus Coleman? 34, 5, something like that, isn't he? So, we could have our two fullbacks as 35 and 38. Yeah, they're still not as old as I am. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think you can buy near both ages, and that's still getting there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but listen, we'll just we'll, we'll come back if he signs, and if he does, we'll get behind him. As soon as he puts that, that Everton shirt on, he's one of us, and we'll get behind him until. Yeah, it's the, same, it's the case for everyone, even with me. But, you know, everyone knows I'm a big, massive fan of Ross Barkley. I yeah. do not want, in a million years, Evans to sign it. But if he does sign it, I'm not one of them fans. Me who will just be completely against the player. He puts that blue shirt on. And I'll get behind him. I always will. Yeah, he'll get exactly the same as everybody else. Yeah. Um, speaking of everybody else, they're, they're back. The players are back into pre-season. Um, they come back on, I'd like to say, Wednesday. Thursday? Thursday, I think, yeah. They, they, they come back, Donovan Calvert-Lewin, we've seen, we've seen Decore, Deli Ali on the bike, I've seen a couple of pictures of. Uh, I've yeah. seen, you know, the, the, the usual McNeils, the Tarkovskis, I've seen all them. So, listen, Dice is back, he's finished, the, he's, his hangover's finished from Glastonbury, so yeah. uh, <laughs> he's back now. We've got to put faith in this man, I'm sorry. Absolutely. We've got to put faith in him that he can do this job. Now we now we'll have a full pre season under his belt with these players. You know, if they thought it was bad when he came in in January, 
Yeah, Can't I feel sorry for these players. Like, no, I'm, 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 I've already, I'm, I feel like throwing up for them. This yeah. is going to be hard. I can't wait to see what he's got for them. Like, but I, I'm just going to get your opinion on Sean Dyche, mate. Like, I've been thinking about it more and more, and I think he is for me. The way this club's being run, like the the transfers and all lack of, should I say? Do you think he's the best manager that we could have had in place to take us into the new season with this sort of? Shoestring budget, you know, the way he did that at Burnley. And I'm not, listen, I'm not yeah. calling us the next Burnley by any way. We've got a far better team than Burnley ever did. But to keep them in the Premier League for as long as he did on the money he did and the plays he actually produced as well, by the way, do you think yeah. we've got the best man in place to do that? Yeah, it only started unraveling for Sean Dyche once they, a lot of Burnley players were out of contract and they basically stopped trying for him. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard Burnley. Burnley fans on another podcast saying that basically they were just looking for the exit door, didn't want to get injured, and the club wouldn't give them a new contract. So that's basically how they ended up going down in the end. But yeah, Sean Dyche is probably you say a shoestring budget at the moment. The way it looks, it looks like a non-existent budget. That's what it looks Bell's like. Low budget. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just. Uh, I had my doubts over Dyche, but I don't know what it was. I think I was just panicking through the season. I was thinking, why aren't we picking up points? We're not getting yeah. games like Forest, Leicester, and that we were there for the taking, and we didn't take it. So, but no, listen, he's got to get our full back, and I think he's the only man presently who there's no one else to do it who could do the seventh job. No, who's who, who would be willing to do the seventh job under the restrictions? Like I say, could wake up tomorrow and have say, right, we'll cash loads of we've got where we go, we're going to sign everyone we want, but it doesn't look like that, does it? No, doesn't at all. And we've had that moment, mate. I said that's to you, didn't I, in the chat uh, about. Looking through the window at Harrods, then you used to yeah. be a multi-millionaire, and you're just like, what? What could have been? Yeah. How did, how did from here? The smacker who won the lottery. Yeah, I blew it all on his back with his mates and his set the sofas. Yeah, no, back, in his ma- back in the box room in his man's house. Yeah, exactly. But listen, we we. I know we said we haven't got enough to talk about. Well, but it's easy to get yeah. carried away with Everton, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, um, there's always something to talk about when it comes to Everton. Always something to talk about. It's a, it's a uh, drama-filled club. It's just, we're all drained as supporters. That's what I'm noticing this week. Well, everyone's on edge. We're just like, where do we where do we go from here? Because you see teams like Newcastle in that top seven are just like, and I hate to put them in that bracket as well, Like, but that could have been us. But that, it is a top seven now, whether we like it or not. And they just seem to have the pick of the bunch, that Tanali and all them signing for them. And, they're after this player, they're after that player, and we're just like sitting back and watching and going, well, who are we going to sign? It's just like, it's not their fault, it's our fault, you know what I mean? Well, it's not our fault, it's the club's fault for yeah. just the way it's been managed over the years, but just seems to be getting further and further away at the moment, that top seven, they really do. I mean, I think, just to go off on a rant and that, just all this FFP and all that, it's to do with sponsorships and stuff like that. Look at the likes of Liverpool, Liverpool are coming out constantly telling people they've got no money to spend, just spend £70 million on a midfielder. You paid nearly fifty million on that McAllister. I think eventually it'll be fifty million. Mm-hmm. They're after someone else from Southampton. Fucking hell! Is that is that under restrictions? Is it? Is that hard times? And I'm not just using Liverpool because we hate Liverpool. No, no. Not gonna not gonna shy away from it. We hate Liverpool, of course you do. Supposed to. It's in our blood to hate them, but they don't know hardship like we're we're facing at the moment. We haven't got a clue where we're gonna end up at the end of this summer. It's just ridiculous. No. Seeing Newcastle like. You've got a sponsorship deals for like ridiculous money, and you're like, 
Wow. Now, I'm just hoping that's like, that's us when we move to that new stadium. As soon as we move in, the likes of, I don't know, Sony, Apple, just plucking names out of the air. Tesla. Come to Everton and say, listen, we want a part of this. And then yeah. that enables you to spend more money. I don't know how it works, but something's got to happen. We've got to, something's got to turn for us soon because this is absolutely depressing. It really is. Yeah, and it's getting that it, it's getting that way, isn't it? But it's just, do you think I'll try to spin that on its head a little bit? But are you taking more confidence in the way of no one else is doing anything? Now I say no one else, and you might come at me. Outside that well. top seven, yeah. But I haven't seen West Ham. West Ham won the European Cup. They haven't signed anyone. Not even Forest yet. They've got a thousand players, but they're not signing anyone. They nearly went down, by the way. You know. It's these like the following. Yeah, the... Sorry, mate. I just think it's a case of it's because we're in the bubble of Everton and we know that we need players. Mm. Now, you might speak to a Forest fan and a West Ham fan, and West Ham will probably say to you, Well, listen, at the end of last season, it all comes together for us. Yeah. All right, we've lost Rice, but they've got 105 million to play around with there. They're not going to be panicking. Forest are just like they've took it a year for their team to gel. They might be like, Well, we'll be better next year, whereas we're like, We're shite. At last at the end of last season, and we're still shite now. So, mm-hmm. you know, loads of people have just switched off there. But I don't care. That's it's the truth. I'm, I'll stick by it. I'll, I'll always speak the truth. Would you? We're shite. We need yeah, better okay. players. We, we need better players. We do. We just do. Like we are. We want better. Listen, we're football. We're Everton football club fans. We love the football club. Everyone, everyone listening to this does exactly the same. And everyone listening to this and you, they we want better players. You want yep. to sit in your seat on that Fulham game and watch footballers who will make this team better. You're not asking for much. I know people, it's hard to find it. This is why we're supporters and we entrust the people, powers of be to do the job properly because it can be done. It's not like we're sat here going, everyone, all, all of the football clubs are looking at each other going, how do we do it? Newcastle done it. Newcastle haven't spent that much. Half of the money they can spend, by the way, and got no. into the Champions League and the, the right Cup players. final. Yeah. Man City have done it. You know, you've got to look at Tottenham. Yeah, people might go, well, Tottenham haven't won anything. Tell you what, they've spent some money and they can get into Europe nearly every season. Aston Villa. Aston Villa, when Gerard really? took, when, when Unai Emery took over, was something really? like five points away from the relegation zone. They were under us, weren't they? They were below us, weren't they? Yeah, you took the time. They got the right appointment. They trusted the man. And then they just built and built and built. And now they're in the European Conference League. What would me and you do for the Conference League? Oh, God. I'd be travelling all around Europe right now. So, you know, I think we've got to just... We've got to be... I just want to see us more competitive. Hmm? That's why I know people are going, we don't want him. We don't... Listen, most of the... 99% of the players haven't a link with make Everton a better team. Yeah. They do. They do. But it... And all this delusion that we don't want him. He's shite him. He's rubbish him. Most of them walk into our team, apart from Ross Barkley. But yeah, it's a, I don't know. It's just it's a it's a hard it's a hard place to be in because you don't want to be too down on them. I am actually really looking forward to the season. I always am, I always yeah. am. But at the moment, nothing has changed personnel wise, and that's that's the thing that needs to change more than anything else. We need better players. And hopefully, by well, I'll just move on to the next sort of topic, and I think. I've sort of answered that in a way, but I sort of get a time frame from you. I've seen a lot of people panic on on social media, and rightly so, people can panic because we're not signing what we need to sign. And 
stuff like that. But when is the real time to panic? Because I remember this time last season, we were sort of in the same boat, and then next minute it was an honor in the door, McNeil, Mopai, and okay, I haven't worked out, but the Dressing Gay come in, Tarkovsky come in, Cody come in. You know, it, it's not, it started sort of as you always said to me, so it was like a domino effect. I think yeah. Cody, you know, Tarkovsky come in, then Cody come in, and then it was like Anana, McNeil, Mopai within two weeks. Um, so do you think, would you say like halfway through pre-season, you're thinking, is there a moment where you think, this is a, this is bad? This is really uh, bad. I think we're at the really bad stage now, but it's too early to panic. Do you get what I mean? There's still yeah. a lot, still a lot that can happen. I always remember my dad saying to me years ago, I was like, oh, shut up, dad. He said, Everton will do deals till the last minute because they don't want to pay the wages. Now I'm starting to think it is that true. Oh, yeah, if they well. sign a player now, they'll have to play, pay all his wages for July when he could sign them on August 1st and just start paying them then. Or is that just a a badly cynical Evertonian way of looking at things, but I just just I just think yeah. it's a shoestring FC. Honestly, I think that's what it is. It's save the pennies and or just save money whatever way you can. I don't know. I just it's as you say, it's the communication thing. I think Kevin Telwell promised us that he'd come out and tell us the uh, the plan for the future in the summer and we're still waiting for him to come out and tell us. So until they come out and tell us we're just gonna panic because you seen like even things today that Bilal Torre we've been linked with. He's supposed to be going to Atalanta. Now none of us knew who he was. We we thought he was a made up player last week, but then all of a sudden we watched the YouTube clip. And we all want to sign him, and now he's going to another team. And our heads have fell off, and was just like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm confused out about what's going on with Everton at the moment. It's just, it just doesn't feel doesn't feel like a Premier League club to me. Like, no, I think as well these rumours can kill you as well, can't they? Some of them because. You hear this rumour and you hear that rumour, it's like, oh, we're getting him, and then when it doesn't happen, you're a bit, oh, oh we're we actually ever in for him. Probably yeah, not. When, when would you start panicking then, by me? Because we are light in most areas of the pitch. Um, I'd start, Every area. I'd say every area, apart from maybe centre midfield. Two weeks I'd start panicking, and people might go, why two weeks? Because we've got 38 days now till Fulham, so you're talking. Say give it a, give that a month, wouldn't you? Call it a month and a week. So you what you what? For five weeks from there. So in two weeks, we're basically halfway through pre-season. So whoever we bring in, everyone is only got half a pre-season to get up to Sean Dyche. Um, I, I mean, as in like, if we haven't signed anyone by two weeks, I don't mean like in two weeks we can sign people and all them would be panics. If we haven't got all them players in by two in two weeks time. It's oh dear, in my in my opinion, like it felt uh, like when that trainer video come on, it was just Dwight McNeil and nobody else there. I thought that. I thought <laughs> that. Just like, it's just like wow, is he the only player that's come back? I honest to God, I genuinely thought that of like what's going on here? Where is everybody? Yeah, but I got a message. Out. Listen, this is just shows you how like on edge Evertonians are at the moment. I got a message off my mates do a work with Johnny, and he went to. Did you see that training video? He went to. Posing for photos and that we can't even sign any players who <laughs> they think they are, and that you're like, that that's how bad that's how badly they got us at the moment. That was just like everything they do annoys us. Everything, <laughs> absolutely yeah. everything. And it's a bit tell you what, it's a bit of a kick in the teeth. This Calvert Lewin and his missus having a baby in it. I mean, the the Everton Dars were screaming at that one. Like it's a uh, proved a few of you wrong there, hasn't it? Like, but uh, no, yeah. congratulations to him as well. I know we're not really like 
here to talk about stuff like that. But congratulations to him, and I uh, hope it shuts oh. everyone up. I just hope it shuts everyone up. Yeah, I know what might get people off his case as well. Yeah, and they might be actually fo- focused on this, what he was, bought, what his dream job was was to be a footballer, and all these yeah. he doesn't want to play for Everton. Mate, did you see the po- did you see the replies on did you see the replies on the po- on that post of him announcing that his girl was pregnant? It's just that's Evertonians as well, by the way. So don't let's not shy away from that either. That's Evertonians that as well. Not oh, gonna no. even repeat. Not gonna even repeat repeat them. We're fuming because he's had a baby with his kid. Let that sink in. You're fuming. A baby that with he's his had kid. a baby. Yeah, you... <laughs> oh, with his with his bird. Sorry, yeah, yeah. he's had a kid with his bird. That's how bad it. Sorry, that's how mad it actually makes me. Then I get I get muddled up. But there's people out there sat there fuming, absolutely raging that he's had a baby with his bird. To, to just take a minute. If you're sat, if you are actually one of them people. Just take a minute and just sit there and think about your own fuming that a multi-millionaire lad who is a professional footballer, whose model is is having a baby, his bed, and you're because he's injured all the time. Because he's injured all the time. You think that he hasn't got a right to have a life because he's injured all the time. Now that's the things that I've been seeing. Pity wasn't on the pitch at Everton. Pity didn't score for Everton. Pity didn't do this at Everton. Just like, and then people will be saying, "Oh, it's only tongue and cheek, and not." It's been, it's been constant with this lad since. since no, he it has. Do you actually think he, for people out there as well? Listen, they might never get back to me, but they can. Do you actually think he wants to be injured? Do you actually think he doesn't want to be scoring goals? Do you not think, as a kid, as a twelve-year-old kid in Sheffield, his dream was to be playing for England? Do you think he didn't want to be scoring goals in front of the Gladys Street and? Better in his career because I'll tell you one thing as well. When that lad had that season under Sean Dyke, uh, Carlo Ancelotti, if an Arsenal or a Man City had come in for him, he'd be gone because that's what he'd want to do. He'd be want yep. to progress in his career, progress, win him for, and win the trophies. He doesn't want to look back at his career and be blighted by injuries. No, so it's the it's the personal stuff though. It's just like listen now. Everybody knows on this podcast we were not fans of Tom Davis. But it's purely based on his football ability. Couldn't care less what he's done off, off the pitch. Couldn't care less. Do whatever you want. Yeah. I don't care. Just just play well for Everton. But yeah, just just let these lads live. Just stop being horrible. It just gives you the platform to just be horrible. It's just it's not nice, like. Yeah. Well, that's that, that's what we said on that anyway. Yeah. But um. Just before we were saying, actually, we'll fin- we'll finish off before I actually. Getting into this little thing I've got for you. Um, the Bromley Moor, I've seen, I've drove past it a few times now. We don't really get to, we haven't really had the chance to speak about it properly. Um, but it's not nice, right, isn't it? It's just, I still don't believe it's real. Now, no, people might go, what do you mean? I still think it's a hologram where yeah. it's like, I drive them past, I'll, what, what they're going to do is they're going to build it, and then if they build it, they're going to go, how many messages that yours? It's not for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not for you. Yeah, only it's Marines yeah, or something yeah. like that. You know, it just it, it. I feel like that. It just feel like that. Listen, it, it is ours, um, and it's going to it? be. Is it ours though? I'm thinking it is. I'm not going to go. I'm only messing there. I know, I'm, yeah, being I know. Too, I'm being doom and gloom there as well. <laughs> I know. Of course, it's ours. It's um, lighting up though, isn't it? Yeah. The I mean, I've seen. Uh, did you watch that overlap on tour? 
No, I'm saving it. Gary Neville on. on there. He's on the ferry with John Barnes on uh, Carragher and John Barnes goes, look at that there. And Neville's like, is that Everton's new stadium? He went and didn't even know it was getting built. He's like, you, you're joking? Like, how does he not know that? Not so the rest of the country must think, a lot of the people in the country must think that it's just something that we talk about. It's not actually happening. It's happening. And it's happening at nearly built, by the way. A massive rate. It's happening. It's nearly yeah. it's nearly done. The seats will be going in soon, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, but here's a question for you on the stadium then, seeing as we mm-hmm. come to the stadium. Everton have said that it might be ready mid season, not next season, the season after. Would you move mid season or do you think would you like Goodison to get its proper send off? I would not move mid season though. Do not. If please, if anyone's listening, good and yeah, people have their opinion on that, but I would not move mid-season. It'd be weird. It'd be so evident. It'd be unreal. Just move the end. I think if I'll... we were doing well, I wouldn't be completely against it. You if know, we you're doing ju- well. Yeah, you've just took the words out of my mouth. If it's yeah. Christmas and we're in the bottom three, no, then stay yeah. where you are. No, no? stay where you are. Stay where you are, mate. We're going to need Goodison to keep you up. We're not going to need the fans scattered all around the new stadium. I was just thinking of getting a new stadium and having the Premier League game in there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, we can say we <laughs> I, got it, went into yeah, it. In yeah, League. that's what I was thinking. Because yeah. if we go down that season and they go, oh, yeah, well, sending Goodison, no, sending Goodison off in the Premier League and start and Bromley more in the Premier League for six months than sound. But, no, as you say, if we're doing well, keep Goodison. I think, personally, let Goodison have its day, have its moment that it deserves. That yeah. we all deserve as well, by the way, as every single fan deserves to take that last game in, not standing there in a freezing cold January. Yeah. We played Crystal Palace. I think everyone needs... It'd be nice to go in in the summer, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Boss weather. Like if Bournemouth would have been the last game, I know it would have been horrible, but if it was and we were safe, it was sunny, everyone was buzzing, uh, you know... We've got Adidas as our new new kit manufacturer. We've got Amazon and everything else on the front of the shirt. Oh, Jeff Bezos cuts the living and all that. It's called the Tesla Amazon Stadium. Yeah, sponsored by Apple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This big some some Chilean telecommunications fella comes in and goes, "Go ahead, I'll invest. I fancy a bit of that." Yeah, we, we can dream, can't we? Yeah. Hey, listen, City played. City were playing Grimsby Sound twenty years ago. They've just won the treble. So it's football. Um, game. It certainly is. So we'll finish. Paul, I'm just going to go through this with you, and I'm mm. just going to see if you would sell or keep these okay. Everton footballers before the before the window shuts. Okay. So we'll start with uh, Jordan Pickford. Even. Keep. Obviously. Keep. Obviously. You know what? Just going up, just seeing seeing a few Arsenal fans going on about how genuinely world class Adam Ramsdale is. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. It's not yeah. a competition, but wow. Yeah. Uh, you know about my, my I, you know about me and Pickford, mate. It's like a bromance that never was. Yeah. Um, Mason Holgate. Sell. Sell. Michael Keane. Sell, 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 sell. <laughs> um, Michalenko. Keep. Nathan Patterson. Keep. Uh, Anana, keep. A Wobi, keep. Oh, this one might be hard for you. Mopai, oh. 
to be honest, right now we'd have to keep. <laughs> no, you don't. Mm. You don't. I'd rather fucking bring Tony Ever back and play him up front. Get rid of him. Get rid. Danny McCarville Lewin. Keep. And Damari Gray. Hmm. Interesting one. Mm. Sell. Oof. Sell. Sell him. I mean, he numbers. And I, I do like Damari Gray. We, we need a better squad and stuff like that. But if we can bring better in, yeah. watch that Cole Palmer for England under 21 so he's better than them. So, on the pipe dreams, them. I don't know. Damari, listen, it all depends on if players come in. So I'll change my mind to keep him because at this present moment in time, we've got nothing else to keep him. Yeah. Well, I'll ask you again before the season starts with them same players. After they might not be there. Like, but... How come just them players? You just, just selected them? Just random. Players. Okay. Just a couple of... It's just players that, like, it's sort of on the fringes and then you've got, like, pick for they would keep, obviously. But they didn't yeah. want to go, like, Mopai because I know it would definitely be sell. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do as well. We want everything in the football club to progress. And if these yeah. footballers aren't going to do that, then I know then it's time for them to go. Now, people might go, well, that's the same with Calvin Lewin. He doesn't do nothing on the pitch. That's different. The lad's injured and he makes us better when he plays. We 100%. know that. It's not like he's I a player. I can understand the frustration not... of him yeah. always being injured, by the way, because yeah, I got frustrated in the end. And I think I even said, I'll oh, cut your losses. It's time to go. Well, that's heat of the moment stuff. I mean, while there's nobody better, he's the main man, isn't he? I said, a fully fit Calvert-Loon makes Everton a, a well better team. It proved that. Just keeping him fit. Yeah. And that's not down to us, and that's how hard it is. But we won't get rid of Calvert-Loon, by the way. I just want to let people know. No one will take Calvert-Loon. Yeah. We're stuck with Calvert-Loon. People, I, go for, I look at it the other side. If people want to get rid of him, I might go, nah, he's injured too much. Who are you going to go to? Who's going to come in for him? So we've got to get the best out of Calvin Lumal this year. Yeah. Um, so that's it, mate, really. Just, yeah. It's hard it, to, to talk about something that isn't there, but... Yeah, it is hard. Listen, and people have listened to this and gone, God, talking about nothing because there is nothing to talk about. So nah. I think we've done really well to get to get a show out of it, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah. And obviously, you haven't played next week, I think. They play against that Neon, is it? Neon yeah. or Neon. I don't know yeah. yeah. So, obviously, we'll have that to talk about. And then they've got other pre-season games, hopefully the signings and, the, you know, other players return to the training. And... Well, this is the last weekend now without football. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So, this is it. This is the last free weekend, Paul. I, so... I can't wait, me. I'll, I'll be honest with you. For as bad of a state we're in, I can't wait to get going again, me. Oh, I can't wait for pre-season. I'm just dreading Fulham. <laughs> no, I'm not, mate. I can't wait for that Fulham game. I can't wait to get I... going again, honestly. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm a bit thinking. You know, I like I, I like the stress-free Saturdays and Sundays. But then I do miss Everton. I do yeah. miss three o'clock. The nervousness, the, the 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 butterflies in your stomach walking into Goodison, or you know trying to get an away ticket through the week, not getting one, all that type, or getting one. So you know, it'd be good to be back. But I'm enjoying the break. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm uh, I'm I'm ready to go again. You know, like I have to be honest. Ready, Hello. ready for it. Ready for the pain. <laughs> and I love it. But just before I go, um, we've set up, I don't know whether people have followed us on social media, uh, we've now got a Paddock Blues Fantasy Footy League going. Uh, me and Paul are in it. And if you want to go on and get the code, it's on our Twitter, threads and Instagram. 
all you know, yeah. we just DM us and ask us what the code is. But listen, anyone can join. Just join. It doesn't matter. There's no prizes. It's a bit of fun. Well, there might be a prize at the end of it, though. Oh, there we go. There, there might, might be a prize. Be a, there might be a little bit of a prize at the end of it. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see how we feel at the end of the season. It's how jealous we are. If yeah, in Europe, there could be a prize. <laughs> yeah, there might be a uh, prize in it. Yeah, we'll see. It's see not going to be a big massive prize. I'm not going to give you a fucking 72 inch <laughs> plasma telly. It's going to be like a little fucking, a little trophy or something or yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but no, listen. If anyone wants to join in, join in. It's not a, no, don't just just do it. Build yourself, build yourself a team. Come on, yeah. And it's been a fun throughout the season. Um, but other than that, Paul, thanks very much for joining me today, mate. And uh, as always, up the toffees. Up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network.